Jason Fried of Basecamp always has really good ideas about building and running a business, and I think his ideas on how to hire a marketer are worth sharing here. So let's just jump into this podcast, the, the notes of the podcast where he talks about why he hired a head of marketing. So he starts with a question, like, why would you hire a head of marketing? And so he starts out saying, he's like, listen, we've never done any traditional marketing. We just turned 20 years old. I felt it was time to do a few things different. Let's get more intentional about how people find us. I found that we were just crossing our fingers and hoping people found us. Uh, we shouldn't leave that to chance anymore. So we want someone to own this work to focus on it full time. Um, he said, we got over a thousand applications for the job. The majority of people we talked to were professional marketing people. They all had a marketing title. Um, as we were going through the process, certain things came into focus. We still wanted someone with marketing experience, but when we got down to four final candidates, we gave them a project. And so he talks about like, it's really hard to, to isolate like how effective your marketing is. So he says, marketing is different than code or design. It's very hard to look at marketing. It's hard to connect all the dots. So he decided to do a, a like a, basically a marketing project. He says, uh, we did a marketing project exercise. We gave everyone the same project. What does your gut tell you we should do as a company? You have a week to do it, and we paid and, we'll, and we paid them fifteen hundred dollars. And so, the benefit of doing this, as opposed to just guessing what the people are going to do on the job, is uh, the work was interesting because it showed some contrast. I was attracted to the projects that were the things we could do ourselves, that didn't rely on a lot of outside help. So, of course, if you've ever uh, like listened to them talk or read any of their books, they kind of you know they have this. Uh, they have a very uh, distinct way of thinking about their business, and that wasn't surprising that he's attracted to, you know, not, they want to try to do as much internally as possible. He also gave them the, the exercise because he wanted to see where their gut went. Most went to big, broad projects with a lot of complexity. I couldn't wrap my head around how we're going to accomplish that. So he winds up, three of them turn in similar uh, uh projects and one really stood out. He says, we ended up with someone who was quite different than the other three finalists. The other three finalists were very good professional marketers. The person we ended up going with had never held a marketing position, not technically at least. He, he talks about it here. He says, they were an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur has been doing marketing their whole life. That is what they do. He was practically minded, scrappy because he had to be, and he had done a whole lot with a little. He had made a lot of sound from a small stage. He had put together some really interesting projects over the years. The person we went with, his name's Andy, had been running the Detroit bus company. So this is a little background on the company started. Detroit went bankrupt. Bus schedules were not running on time, and they were not available. He thought that was crazy. He bought a bar. He brought. He bought. He bought. There you go. He bought a bus, painted it fun, and started a bus line. If you buy a ride, you're buying a ride for a kid to get to an after-school program too. So it's kind of like the Tom's model, I think is what he referenced. He did this because he cared about the problem. I was intrigued by his ability to go from nothing, just an idea, and then just figured out how to do it with no experience in the thing itself. And that one random throwaway sentence is a really good description of entrepreneurship as a whole. I thought his tactical ideas were very interesting. He was the only person out of a thousand to say this. It is not, this is one tactic he wants to employ for Basecamp. It's not hard to get a list of new LLCs. They are small businesses. Let's get to them before anyone else does. Let's talk to them. We understand the struggles they're going through. Let's get that list and work off of it. There was real specificity that he brought to every discussion. That he, that he brought to every discussion. 
Um, and then finally, he talks about a uh, little bit like reflecting on where Basecamp is. It's obviously, a really successful company has been around for two decades, but there's a problem to success. There's a downside, and he's trying to. Um, he knows that from studying other companies, and he's trying to avoid that same fate for Basecamp. So he talks about it here. He says, "There's there's a lot to lose." Uh, as a company grows, there's a lot to lose. If we get a lot of things wrong, we have a long way to fall. Companies tend to switch to a preservation mode. They take less risks and smaller risks. It can lull you into a sense of being afraid. I think we have fallen into that in the last few years, and now we are working our way out of it. 